Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. It's Tuesday, June 28th. I'm uh, early in doing this one because, um, well, my friend is coming up to Atlanta to pick up his Tesla. I think I explained this story before where um, Tesla does not have stores in the panhandle in Florida, so he's got to fly up here bitching and complaining about buying a one-way flight, I guess. I don't know. I was, we were talking about the, um, the merger between... Um, uh, JetBlue, Frontier, and and Spirit. Who's going to win that that purchase thing? And he was saying that the only one way flight that he had was he has flown to Rome, Italy recently uh, for cheaper than his one way ticket from the Panhandle to Atlanta. So, uh, an interesting little uh, nugget about inflation there. Uh, and I think I bitched about Tesla. You know, again, if he has a problem or he needs service or something happens, he's got to find a way to get it to Alabama or, you know, he lives in Destin. And by the way, Destin is probably one of the top 10 um, Atlanta destinations for beaches, I think. What do you do? Take 75, I think 75 or 85, I forget which one. Take it straight down there. Um, and it's simple and easy. So yesterday, kind of flat day. Nothing real exciting. Uh, I was up for the most part of the day until the end. Um, and then, you know, things kind of uh, uh, just crashed at the end. You know, it wasn't anything huge. Uh, Uvixi, um kind of had a spurt at the end. It has come down significantly. We're at 1371. The VIX right now is at 26. Um, I think I got eight minutes until it kind of updates, um, but Uvixi is at 13.45, closed at 13.71. Um, like I said, this VIX wants to go down to 24. That's where I see it going. Um, I'm not going to time it. I will probably buy Uvixi. Um, what do we have? Let me see the calendar. When do we get the June? I think it might be Friday. We might get the June. I'm Again, I'm no expert on this one, but we might get the 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 inflation uh June inflation on Friday. It's either this Friday or next Friday. I'm not sure which one, but that that VIX is going to go back up to over thirty, so you can make money all day long. Um, some of the ones that I was looking at, Revlon is an interesting one because it's back up now. For those of you that that don't know, Revlon may declare bankruptcy. The purchase in the algorithm is $3.51. There's no way I would have said buy it at $3.51, but you would have doubled your money um, by now. And it's kind of consolidating here around the six, um, $6.50 mark, I would say. I'm going to bring this volume over here. There's a definite volume shelf at about 7 And I think that's where this one wants to be. Um, I wouldn't say buy it now. 
the, the bankruptcy stuff is, you know, again, it's a strong brand. Somebody's going to want this brand. It's not like Hertz where they have tons of capital, um, you know, cars that they can sell off and make money. Uh, they do have inventories that they could probably sell off and make money. But that brand is probably what is the most strong about this one in a bankruptcy. So um, do we trade this one? Eh, if you have the balls to, I'd say do it. Uh, I don't have the balls to do it. I, I think there's better places to make money. I'm not looking for big wins. I'm looking for, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't say I'm not looking for big wins. I'm looking for big wins with limited risk. There are some wins here, but the, the risk, like for instance, Nike yesterday. Um, Nike was interesting because I was going to play it for a 2% gain. And again, 1%, 2%, I don't care. As long as I'm making money, doesn't matter the, 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 the actual percentage amount. It's the risk that I'm more worried about. Well, Nike kind of, you know, they initially came out. I did not play this one. I was going to buy it around 110. Um, and, and my hope was to get like 113, 114 per share. Uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of a 1% to 2% gain. That's where I wanted to go. I would have gotten it. Well, I didn't. So lost opportunity. But then once uh, Nike, and, and I was joking about this with, with my friend on uh, my weekly stock picks on, uh, on Twitter, uh, the only worse news than bad, you know, hey, we're going to have more cost. We're going to, you know, some of the demand is going to slow down. The only thing worse would be no guidance whatsoever, which is what Nike did. And, and you're down at 108. Um, you can probably pick this up at about 106. Here's my take on this one. Um, when you look at Nike, it, it has been a falling knife since about the 150, 160. Um, you did put in some capitulation here in the 140s, uh, but it's just been a sinking ship. And there's there's no doubt about it. There's no you know if ands or buts. Um, when you look at the 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 support line, uh, I'm gonna move my chart to a daily chart to try and take a look at this daily. Um, when you really take a look at this one and you go back um, in the, the 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 kind of daily, you go back to the 2020s to the pandemic. You're at 60. Um, I think there's a a significant volume shelf here right around 100 where it capitulated um, between June 2020 and August 2020 where it was just at 100 and then you shot up so in my mind I think that you know that 100 provides you some support down here there is absolutely um, no we'll bring it back to the, the volume level back to June 4th um, the only, if you break 104, the only volume shelf that you have is 97. I'd say if you go under 100 in this one, I think you're okay picking it up. Um, you know, it's not my thing. I'm not a big fan of Nike clothes. Uh, I wear Under Armour almost exclusively. So, it, you know, it is what it is. But earnings play, I like playing them sometimes. Probably wouldn't have made that much difference. Um, this earnings season may be a, a lot more. And like I said, usually earnings seasons, I'm looking for anywhere between five and 10%. This earnings seasons, I'm looking for two, two to 4% bounces, um, or I can make money. And the reason is because I think some of these earning estimates are going to bring their guidance down. 
Um, that's what you're hearing from a lot of the analysts is that you have to bring anal- the, the analysts have to bring their stuff down. Now, I was taking a look at SPY with a friend yesterday, and we were, I was looking at the monthly. Um, you know, I was telling, trying to tell him, hey, 3,000 still in play. And when you take a look at the monthly SPY, the monthly SPY, you haven't even touched the 50-day yet. Um, the 50-day is at 3343. Um, the 200-day in SPY uh, on a monthly is at 208. We ain't going back down to 208. Um, the only time you've even touched the 200-day in SPY is um, the, the housing or yeah, the housing crisis of 2008. You kind of broke down there. Um, that's, that's it. So uh, do I think that we have 3,000 in the mix? Absolutely. I think you break that 50-day. And the, the only other time recently where we broke that 50-day, the 50-day has been used as support level three different times. Once in 2015, uh, once in 2018 when they tried to raise rates, uh, and then COVID. And COVID, it broke through for the month of March and then broke back up in the month of April. Now, do I see July kind of coming down? Probably. I see July kind of, you know, there's no good news in the market. I'll go over the oil news with Macron on a hot mic, um, but there's just no good news in the market. And I, I think that is the, 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 the grace here. Now, when I pull back um, SPY to February 2009, essentially the low of the housing crisis, um, there's a volume shelf here at 281. There's a volume shelf at 295. I don't think you're breaking those volume shelves because that takes us back to 2020. Um, that's why I'm saying 3,000 is probably the bottom. Um, now, let's kind of go over some, some stocks here. Uh, M- Micron, MU. Uh, in the algorithm, I kind of said yesterday, I thought it might have a cross up. It did have a cross up. Um, let's run it. Uh, no, I'm going to run, do this one, run it. Um, we had a cross up 5661, uh, June 23rd. Now, uh, one of the trend, the things that I really like that TrendSpider did that's new is they tell me the date. Um, when back testing began, I like that. Uh, I can't see it on this one. This this micron shot's a mess. Maybe I'll post it up. But they are reporting on June thirtieth, so Thursday. Um, they're reporting. Let me see if it's post or pre. It says post market. So Thursday after the market closes, fifty six sixty one. You're trading at fifty eight. This is a seventy dollars stock in my mind. Um, I don't know that earnings is going to bring it up to 70, but when I take this over to the last purchase, we've got a volume shelf right here at about 60, and that's where it kind of wants to go. The upper volume shelf is between 63 and 62, and there's a gap there. There's also a gap that hasn't been filled between 71 and 72. That's why I'm saying this is a $70 stock. Unfortunately, you've got a downward trending um, 200 day. Let's go to the daily and take a look at this one. It's kind of flattened off, but it is definitely trending downward. Um, the daily, the nine day, the 21, the 50, you had the death cross here on April 28th where I have the volume shelf and the volume shelf on the, the, the daily is at 70. That, that's, 
you know, that's where the upper volume shelf is. The lower volume shelf here is at 59. It's kind of floundering around this lower volume shelf, but 70 is where it wants to go. Will it get up there? I don't know. Probably not at earnings time. Um, I can't imagine that their guidance is going to be spectacular. But in my mind, I think you play this one for a $60, $60 bounce. Um, you know, again, make your 4 or 5%. Get out. I think 60 is where, where, where it's at. Uh, let's go to CVX, which is Chevron. Uh, I've got this in my notes. And did we have a MACD cross-up? We are going to have a MACD cross-up today at 147. So I like this one. Um, it's going to be a MACD cross-up probably here in the morning because it's up in the pre-market, but I think anything under 150, you play this one from 150 to 160. Um, I, I think it could easily go back to the 170s. Uh, if you didn't hear it, um, uh, French President Macron, uh, at a hot mic, there was a camera that was listening to him. He basically said what we all know. Hey, production of oil is a problem. He was talking about the Saudis. He was talking about OPEC. He was talking about uh, France. Some of the speculation is he was trying to get Biden to pump more out of the U.S. Um, but production is a problem. Uh, demand is rising. As they uh, start not purchasing Russian oil, we got a real problem in the world. So that's where you're at. Uh, it's no secret right now you're at about 118 um, per barrel. Uh, we're going to 140. So. UCO would be your play in that one. And UCO, let's see, yesterday. Let's look at our two-day. UCO went from about 42 at open to 46. Uh, well, I'm sorry, closed at 44. So you had a nice 5% gain in UCO yesterday. Um, you have another $2 gain in pre-market today. Let's look at UCO in the algorithm. I like looking at these. I don't necessarily use them. You have a MACD cross-up coming. Uh, UCO is oversold. Oil bounced right off the 200, like just perfectly. Uh, oil's going up. I think you're looking at another uh, probably $55 price target on uh, UCO. Now, remember, these are based on futures. So, for instance, um, say Putin all of a sudden pulls out. You're going to see UCO just bottom out. Um, if say for instance, we get a, a, a Iran deal, um, or Libya starts producing more, you know, France is able to, uh, get Libya to produce more. You're going to see UCO just tank. That's why I say, take your profits in this one. I learned the hard way on this one. You can't fight this on the way down the SCO UCO. You play it on the inverse. You play this one. This is an absolute trade. This is not an investment. I will fight. My friend, my dentist friend, she doesn't listen, but my dentist friend, do, and I tell her all the time, this is not an investment. This is something, and she continues. I think she's held this one for two years. Um, it's been good to her. Huge. Like, we're talking a 1,000%. Um, you know, huge, huge gains on this one. But, uh, again, you can't, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Absolutely does not make sense. Uh, let's look at XOM. I'm going to go down my uh, oils here. XOM, you have a MACD cross-up happening now. Buy it below 90. Think it's going to 100. Take your 10% move on. Uh, Devon, 
Devin is over 60. It is $60.12. I'm not selling because the MACD cross-up is happening now. Uh, you know, I think you're looking at another 75. And by the way, you got the, got the dividend. This one, after it paid the dividend, I did this analysis yesterday with, some, with one of my friends, Braden. And man, this is perfect for setting up to go back to 75. When you look at the last dividend payments, it just tanks. And then it hits back to where it was and it continues to go up. Energy prices are not going anywhere. They're staying elevated. Occidental, over 60. I'm not as convinced as this one, but you had a MACD cross up 5820. If you got it at 5820, fantastic. Kudos. You're almost at that 10% gain. But 5820 was where it's at. Um, it's up 5% in the pre market. Uh, OAS, which is o Oasis Petroleum, this is a Tom favorite. I'm not real familiar with this one. You don't have a MACD, but it's crossing up probably in the next few days. Again, it's oil. Uh, outside of any other, you know, do your research, look at it. But Oasis is one. Uh, Fang, love Fang. Uh, I know this one. Uh, I was waiting for the MACD cross up. You have a MACD cross up probably in the afternoon here. Um, trade, it closed at 124. Let me look at Fang here. It's at 129. I think anything under 130. Again, you're going to have a MACD cross up on this one. Uh, I think this is a great one. PXD, um, Pioneer Natural Resources. You had a MACD cross up $230, $230.18. Uh, let's see. PXD. The 52 week high on this one is 288. Trading at 237. So maybe you didn't get it at 230. But 237 seems like a deal on this one. Again, energy. Um, you do have the, the only danger of PXD right now that I see is that 50 day is coming down. Um, but the 50 day had to come down because it's, it's had just such a great run. I think here, even if you can get it under 240, buy it. I think when it gets under over 260, you may be looking at selling it. But there's a gap here between 252 and 256. You know, again, 239. I, I think, you know, this MACD is so low. The RSI is at 37. It's crazy not to buy this one. Um, Marathon Petroleum. Uh, Marathon Petroleum MPC is the symbol. Um, that one, you've got a MACD cross up. Can't tell you the price because it's probably going to do it today. But again, I think you got 10% in this one. MPLX. I own MPLX. This one has taken a dump. Purchase at $29. MACD cross up. $29. I'm putting this one down for tomorrow. Um, because I like tracking this one. Uh, cross up at $29. Because I think you can even get this one at $29 today if you want to know the truth. Uh, MPLX. It's at $29.21 is the bid. So put in for $29. You might get it today. Who knows? Um, but $29.01 was the, the, the MACD cross up. That, that, MACD is so low. The RSI is at 40. God. You know, that, that 50 day is under the 200 day on a four, four hour chart. You're going to have that one crossed up. Um, so let's see. Is that UVXE, XVXE? Oh, KOLD and Boyle. Boyle is way up. Um, Boyle is up in the pre market. Let's see. Uh, it, Closed at 
59. It's up at 61. Um, yeah, it was at 62 earlier. So it's, it's come back down a little bit. Um, you do have a MACD cross up probably today on this one. Um, again, the, the 50 days kind of moving down. The 200 day is moving up. Let's look at uh, KOLD, which is the inverse. And I'm looking at the algorithm on um, TrendSpider. You do have a negative 200-day. Um, the 50-day has started to move up in KOLD, but that RSI is at 63. It's come down from 77 um, just you know a few days ago on the 24th. So I, I think it's boils time. I think that's, you know again, natural gas. I, I think it goes back up. Can't do anything but go back up. UCO, SCO, I think UCO is your play. Talked about Nike earnings. Let's look at Meta because Meta is one of Michael Burry's long favorites. 167.87 is the, uh, the trade in the algorithm. And it's trading at 170, I believe. Let's see. 170.42 to 170.50. Um, so the algorithm has you a little bit of money so far in this one. I can't imagine this one doesn't go up. The RSI is at 49. MACD just crossed up. Their earnings are coming up on July 27th after the bell. Um, G-O-O-G. Let's see. Is that there? You're still in this one. A buy at 22.23. Um, again, I think anything in the 22 handle, uh, 2,200 before that stock split is a, uh, their stock split is coming up 20 for 1 on July 18th. Buy it before that. If you get this one at 22.90, buy it before that. Uh, I'm telling you, the PE on this one is 17. This is a growth company trading at 17. Buy it, hold it for 10 years. It's going to grow. How can it not? It's going to grow. Again, if we're in a recession, Google's not a bad play to have. And, and again, by the G-O-O-G, the difference between the G-O-O-G and G-O-O-G-L, uh, G-O-O-G is the one that they're buying back. G-O-O-G-L has the voting rights. But Sergey and uh, Larry Page have 90% of the voting, so even your voting rights don't really mean that much. I have always bought the G-O-O-G-L. Until recently, I found out, and thank you to the podcast listener that pointed this out, G-O-O-G is what they're buying back. So that's where it's going to, you know, the price is going to buy, um, uh, go up because there's additional buying, um, buying impetus or, you know, pressure upwards when Google's buying their own stock and they're the biggest purchaser. So um, let's see insiders. The last insiders are super small. So nobody's selling this one. Everybody's buying, you know, they're going to buy this one. Um, okay. So snow, snowflake up 18% this month. You had a buy on June 21st. And I believe I brought this up at 120. I did not buy it. You're at 150 today. Um, nice, nice move. 18% in the month. There's a gap up here between 235 and 260. Uh, the JP Morgan did a survey of it folks. And they said Snowflake is just a must-have. They're not cutting spending. They're increasing spending on Snowflake. Um, it's a, a software as a service platform. 
they essentially get you in and then increase your the the contract prices it's a, an amazing amazing business so snowflakes one i i would be in that one um and again i would be in short term take your 10 if you're lucky enough to get 20 take your 20% um get out of it and and buy at a lower price um cleveland cliffs macd cross up 1695 you're down today. Um, their earnings are coming up. Cleveland Cliffs is at 1675. It closed at 1636. It did nothing yesterday but just go down. Um, but you had a MACD cross up. This, and, and I'm still not sure. I'm still trying to determine if iron ore is a commodity that is going to be um, uh, reduced, like copper, um, gold, silver, all of that stuff. Uh, I'm not quite sure, but Cleveland Cliffs. You liked it at 22 and it wrote, you know, I wrote it from 19 to 22 before freaking went all the way to 33. I missed out on that run. Their earnings are coming up July 20th to one month. Um, you've got a good amount there. Uh, Qualcomm, love it here. Uh, why would you not be buying a chip that's trading? Let's see what the forward PE is on Qualcomm. Uh, Qualcomm forward PE nine. God, it's at nine. MACD cross up 126.20. You are trading at, let's see what the bid and the ask are, uh, 128. So you had a 126. Would I care if I bought it at 128 when the, the MACD crossed up at 126? Not particularly. The PE's at nine. Nine. Their earnings are coming up on July 28th. Uh, I'm sorry, July 27th. So you've got some time to get into this one. Again, there's no good news in the market. I would run this one up to the 130s, 140s, and get out. There, there, there has been enough capitulation here between 130 and 150 that I think you've got that in this run. Uh, it's an oversold market. That's all this is. This is nothing. When I looked at the SPY and I said, okay, where are we going from here? We're going down. When you look at a, a, a weekly chart of SPY, um, this is nothing more than an oversold bounce. Uh, this is similar to what we've seen uh, in January. In uh, you know, let's look at the. I'm sorry. Let's look at the daily. If we look at a daily spy. You saw a bounce uh, in January. You know, beginning of January we were on slide down. You saw a bounce in February. The beginning of February. Then in late in February we went down all the way until March 15th. From March 15th until the end of March, all of March was up. And then, boom, this is a daily of the thing. So all of April, you went down. And then at the end of May, you kind of had this bounce up. And then June, boom, you went down. So we're just in this end of month bounce. There's going to be some rebalancing here. And then you're going to see the beginning of July, we're going to go down. Make your money while you can. We're in a bear market here. Um, there was an article I posted on NVIDIA from Motley Fool yesterday that said you're crazy for not buying it. The MACD crossed up at 162. I said anything at the 150s, um, you, you buy it. I think this one will go back down to 150s. Um, I think you have some time. You can't time the market. The RSI is at 50. This one, MACD just crossed up. If you bought it at 150s and you're in the 170s, 
take your 10%, move on. The earnings are coming up on August 17th. Um, this is one that I, I do think is a long-term buy. Will you be upset in, in two, three years when you bought it at 160? No, I don't think so. But 170, I don't think you're, you're hurting there either. So NVIDIA is a good one. Uh, United Healthcare. Uh, we crossed over $500 yesterday. You're still at 505. Um, the problem, and I posted this, TrendSpider posted this yesterday. Uh, UNH could be in a head and shoulders pattern, and you're in the right-hand shoulder, uh, which means you're probably going down. So if you're in this one and you want to trade it, get out. You had your dividend. Your earnings are coming up on July 14th. I think you'll have it time to buy it under $500. Since you're over $500, sell it. Maybe buy it under $500 again. Uh, take your profits. Do not sell this one for a loss if you've got it. I, I would say hold on to it if you're sitting on a loss on this one. Um, if you bought it in the 500s before, sit on it for the loss. Wait for it to, to kind of come up a little bit. Um, Texas harvesting is a little, a little hard, but if you sell it for a loss, you can't buy it back for 30 days. And I can't say that within 30 days, this one's going to be back down in the, in the mid 400s again. So I don't know. Uh, Apple, TrendSpider posted, and I need to read about this. They have an indicator called the fair value gap. And at the end of the day, Apple entered that fair value gap yesterday. And I don't know if that's good or bad. All I know is that uh, that's the indicator that TrendSpider used. I have to look it up. I just don't know enough about it. But you are still in this one. You had a buy on the, uh, June 22nd at 134. You're at 141 right now. It's trading at 142 pre-market. Great opportunity in my mind. You know, five years from now, I, I think there's a $300 stock. You doubled your money. So it's kind of in my mind. Uh, Occidental, we talked about it. It's over 60. Uh, I'm a fan of getting rid of this one over 60. Um, you did add a MACD cross up at 58.20, so take your money and run. Devin, over 60. Uh, Kathy Woods just finished her interview. I will go back and watch that on CNBC. Uh, I'd like to hear what she says. Rio Tinto, uh, RIO. This one had a MACD cross up. Do, 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 do. No, it will have a MACD cross up today. It is up in pre-market. Um, 63, let's see. This one is oversold. Sexual assault allegations out the wazoo. You're at 64 in pre-market. Um, it's up about a buck. Um, you have a MACD cross-up probably here in the morning. That RSI is at 34. Um, again, you do have a uh, special dividend coming. What's the real? I think there. Yeah, I think there's a special. It's a 12% dividend um, payout. Um, Mining firms points to lead capital rising in Cap Canada, TSX CEO says. Um, yeah. Uh, U.S. court upholds the Arizona land swap deal for Rio Tinto copper mine. Um, yeah. The, I mean, again, the, the Morgan Stanley, the most recent um, analyst, put it from overweight to equal equity. So it was a downgrade. But Jeffries on June 7th. 14 days before, put a hold to buy with a $92 price target on it. So MACD cross-up, probably happening. The last um, buy was from 65, 
and you sold out at 70 with a 5% gain, but it went all the way up to 80. Could have had your 10% on this one. Um, there's gaps all over the place. This, this one gap that's probably getting filled is from 63 to 65. And there's a second gap here from 66 to 67. So, I, I, you know, again, there's a gap way up here at 77 to 78. I don't think you're getting to that one. Could you? Absolutely. Uh, this one has a nice dividend while you wait, but the ex-dividend date has not been set. No, it's 12.58% dividend though. I think it pays quarterly. Um, let's see. The last one was paid. Maybe it pays yearly. Um, there was one paid in March 2022 and one paid in August. So you're probably looking at August before you get your, your dividend on that one. Um, Macron, Baba. We haven't talked about this one in a while. My uh, horrible investment in Baba. Baba has slowly been coming back. Um, $94 was the last purchase on May 26th. So since May 26th for the whole month of June, you've held this one. Been a couple of gaps down. Um, it got all the way up to 120 and then kind of gapped down where, where, where it is here today. Um, you know, again, this one's going to be volatile. This one's Chinese stock. Um, you don't have a lot of support below this. Uh, if I pull back to, let's see, the last pullback on October 6th, um, you do have some volume shelves here at about 118 to one, I'd say right about, the only other volume shelf is a super small shelf here at 164. I'm the only moron holding it like 200 on this one. Um, what am I holding at? Yeah, 213. So you've got opportunities here. Again, this is not for the faint of heart. The RSI is at 69. I probably wouldn't buy it up here. Uh, if I were smart, I'd probably sell it up here and wait for it to come back down towards 100 because that RSI has got to go down. Um, that RSI at 69 on a four-hour chart, it's going to get pulled back. Uh, at some point in time, let's look at uh, W and uh, one of our uh, favorite ETFs, WEAT, which tracks wheat. This one has been beat, beaten down to nine, $9.33. Um, let's look at it pre market. I don't think this one trades a lot. Uh, 10 day volume is 3 million shares, 90 day volume is 5 million shares. This one got run up. Um, in pre-market, it has kind of bounced. The Bollinger Bands are super, super out. Um, it's at 932 uh, where it closed, 933 where it closed. It's at 954, 956. You are not in this one right now, but that RSI is at 20. And the volume, you know, it just started picking up. We talked about uh, my cruise and my discussion with World Bank um, uh, economist about how food shortage is one of their biggest worries. So uh, I, I think that's, that says it all. I, again, you know, WEAT I think is a good one. Uh, let's look at the banks. The banks passed their stress test. Um, the banks also upped their dividend. There were Morgan Stanley, which I own, um, upped their dividend quite a bit. I believe. I don't know the details on it. I like Morgan Stanley. I bought Morgan Stanley in the 90s. Um, in fact, I will tell you exactly where I bought Morgan Stanley. It is in my uh, 
Uh, Roth IRA, I bought it 109. Not even in the 90s. I wasn't even that smart. 109. Uh, small. It was less than a thousand dollar purchase. It immediately tanked, so I, I decided, hey, I'll stick with it. Uh, it's got a small dividend at 3.6 percent. I said, eh, it's in a Roth IRA. Probably should have gotten it rid of it when it hit the five percent down. But you do have an RSI at 51, and you had a MACD cross up here on June 24th. Um, that purchase is 75.50. You're at 77. 79 pre-market. Um, so, banks. If you want to play all the banks together, XLF. Uh, XLF had a MACD cross-up, 31.33. You're at 32. Uh, let's see. XLF. You are at 32.41. So, not too far away. Uh, I do think that this one, I think they'll run. Again, the Spanx, the, the banks performed uh, good on their stress test. So, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, KZR. Kezar Life Sciences. Saw this one scrolling through um, on the ticker. This is a crazy one. MACD has a buy-in at 478. Um, I need to look this up on KZR is at $11. Closed at five. Look at Finviz. Ah, uh, okay. KZR just checked it on Finviz. They're announcing st- positive results for a phase two clinical trial. Um, immunoproteasum inhibitor patients with active lupus uh, nephritis LN. So that's why it's soaring. Um, KZR, you know, again, it, it, as traders, I love volatility. I love uh, this opportunity um, from $6 all the way up to 12. You've doubled your money, blah, blah, blah. Um, earnings per share minus $1.05 per share. So I'm not 100% certain this is a Buy and hold, you've gone all the way up to 14. You're back down at 11. My guess is that this makes some kind of move towards $10. The VWAP is at $10.16. So I think that's exactly where it's going to wind up. Um, I'm not shorting this one. I'm not buying puts. I'm not buying uh, anything on this one. But I saw it scrolling around and thought I would mention that. And final analysis, Tesla. Uh, again. Going to pick up my buddy's car. Uh, he just texted me. He said, uh, uh, boarding the plane now. Tell everyone uh, there's a correlation between the stock market and me picking up this car today. Um, Tesla will be absolutely worthless the second he pays them for the car. That's the way his stock market has been going. So uh, he mentions that. I don't think Tesla will be absolutely worthless. But I do say at 734, I kind of told you guys yesterday, uh, I thought 750 was a top in this one. Uh, and my assumption is, and again, Michael Burry and, and even, um, uh, what's his name? Mike Wilson, who's the biggest bear um, at Citibank, I think. He's saying, hey, this is a bear market rally. Sell it because what's going to happen with earnings, which is, a, you know, earnings season really gets started around mid-July. 
Um, Nike kind of kicked it off. Uh, there's no huge things. But again, mid-July is where it really starts to pick up. And what you're going to start to see are earnings revisions. They, they've they've got to come. They've got to come down. And when you see those earnings revisions come down, um, those forward PEs actually, if they're growing, might stay the same. But if they're not growing, it's going to come down or go up. That a forward PE is going to go up. And so then it's going to want to come down. And what does the stock price do? Stock price goes down. So you're going to see the overall market kind of reevaluate things. Uh, Mike, again, Mike Wilson is saying sell into this bear market rally. <clears throat> You've seen Tesla move. Uh, their, their VWAP right now is at 739. It's trading at 737. So my assumption is you do have some plus side on there. Uh, not much. But like I said, at 750, I, I thought you should sell it. Um, I sold a little bit at 750. Um, I, I kind of, you know, again, the, the MACD crossed up at 727. Um, I, I, anything under 700, you buy this. Anything over 700 until, you know, you, you get further clarification of what the Shanghai shutdowns have meant. Um, Elon has not been posting good news. He has not done his rah-rah end of quarter. Uh, my buddy in Orlando who works for Tesla has said they're busier than ever, but they haven't gotten a huge direction. He doesn't know if they're meeting their numbers, whatever. Um, but it, it, China's what's going to drive this one. And if, if Elon gets on this call and says, hey, um, you know, we've made incredible improvements in self-driving, but China shutdown cost us. Uh, Berlin isn't moving as fast as we'd like. And Texas, yes, we did finalize Cybertruck but we don't expect to begin production until later next year. He gets on and says that stock is at 650. Telling you right now it's at 650. And then what you do is you buy it as it goes up. He's not trying to tank the stock. He hasn't tweeted in, what, two weeks now? Um, the guy's buying Twitter. He doesn't want to tweet because he doesn't want Tesla stock to continue to go down. He doesn't want to tweet because he doesn't want uh, Twitter stock to go up. I think that, you know, we, we've talked about takeovers. Twitter stock is under 40. Uh, it's at 39 right now, 39.37. It's capitulating right here at 40. Uh, there is a buy at 38.43 on the algorithm. This deal doesn't go through. Oh, God. Um, it, you know, you, you've got a, a just a horrible uh, vision. That, yeah, I'm typing in Activision Blizzard because that's the other takeover that we talked about. Buy in at 75.50. You're at 78.04. Microsoft's ready to buy this one in 95. Expect to go through in November or December. Um, so you've got plenty of picks today. Uh, I like energy. Still like energy. CBX, cross up. Um, XOM, cross up. Devon, cross up. Oxy, over 60. Uh, Bang, PXD, Marathon Petroleum. Uh, you've got Boyle. I, I think Boyle is a good one. Um, Meta, great long-term. Google, G-O-O-G. Snowflake up 18% this month. Cleveland Cliffs at 16. I like it under 16. I think you can get it under 16 today. Um, NVIDIA, great long-term. Apple, fair value gap on TrendSpider. I'll find out what that means. Kathy Woods was on. Rio Tinto, buy on that one. Um, Baba, great. Wheat, it's uh, probably going to go up with the food shortage stuff. MPLX cross up at 29. 
Banks by the XLF. There you go. Summary, we're done. I will talk to you tomorrow.